Hello, friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? Eight. Eight episodes. We made it a baker's dozen. Nope. Is that, that's, that's not a baker's dozen? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, we made it eight. How about that? Uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, a little bit of a heavy topic, a, a very current topic. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Sherry? Cancel culture. Oh, boy. We've talked about doing a video about this on our YouTube channel for quite a while. Mm-hmm. We've just never really known how to do that. And, and honestly, this is one of those topics that I'm really glad we have a podcast now because it gives us a place to talk about this. Yeah, and kind of like dive deep into it that I, I don't know that we could do in a video. And we have to have a discussion about a topic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the problems with certain like hot button topics is that what we get are sound bites when what we need is a discussion. Right. Right, a conversation about it. Yep. So that's what we're going to have. We need more than just a headline. We need more than a headline. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to tell you my thoughts. Sherry's going to tell you her thoughts. We're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, about things that we think are good with cancel culture, but also things that we think are toxic with it. Yep. Now, this uh, this topic came from a some messages I was having with a friend earlier this week. We were just kind of messaging back and forth talking about this. And as we were talking, I this just kind of came to my mind. I was like, this is this is our podcast episode this week. Yep. And so I texted Sherry. I was like, so what do you think about this? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, Sherry Beth, first of all, the first thing I want to do, because there may be some people listening who don't know what we're talking about when we say canceling or cancel culture. Yep. And so I just want to give you guys a couple of definitions. And these are like internet definitions on these. Yeah. Uh, just so you have an idea about what this is we're even talking about. Uh, the first one says, uh, cancel culture or canceling has to do with the removing of support for public figures in response to their obje- objectionable behavior or opinions. This can include boycotts or refusal refusal to promote their work. Right. Um, but then, what, like, what does cancel culture mean? Cancel culture or call-out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, either online, on social media, in the physical world, or both. So somebody does something or says something that uh, that certain people or everybody uh, disagrees with and knows is inherently wrong. Mm-hmm. And essentially what it would mean for us to cancel them is that they lose their, their job, their work, kind of their public platform. Um, their online support, their followers, their subscribers, whoever. Yep. I like the yep. term ostracism. Yep. Because that's kind of what it is. It's almost like a... You're just ostracized. You're ostracized. We're, we're removing you from our camp. Right. Right? You're <laughs> outside of the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry Beth, first thoughts on on cancel culture. What do you think? Um, well, I, for me, I don't think that it's like a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, especially in, like, today's society, it's just, you know, people are just very easily offended at, like, every stupid little thing. And they have no problem canceling or ostracizing um, whoever doesn't completely agree with their crazy opinion. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, I just, I feel like that is not a great attitude in general. Um, But I also think that, you know, there's... I think that people need to be held accountable for their actions or their words. And so, you know, I don't know that they need to be completely ostracized, but maybe there needs to be a discussion and maybe like a time of reflection from the person. And I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. So I, I think that there is a positive side of cancel culture and a toxic side. To me, the positive side is that we need to learn and we need to remember and people in the public eye need to, to remember 
that um, actions have consequences. Right. Right? Like, your words have consequences. Your actions have consequences. Things you do have consequences. Just because of your platform or celebrity or fame, uh, you don't have the right to just say anything you want. Right. Right? Like, there are consequences to your actions. I think that's a really good thing to know. Now, that's a good thing for people in the public eye to know. That's a good thing for all of us to know. Right. Everybody. Yeah. Our words and our actions have consequences. Um, so to me, that's that's the good part of cancel culture. The toxic part of cancel culture is that it can go so far that we just, we cancel people for anything and everything, but also we forget that people um, like are redeemable and can change and are not always who they were. Right. So I know that you and I have talked a little bit about this. And one of the issues that we have, and I want to talk a little bit about cancel culture for actions in the past and cancel culture for actions currently today. Right. Because uh, I think those can be can be separate. Sherry Beth, cancel culture for actions in the past. Uh, talk to me about this. So we're not going to name any names, um, but there are, you know, some YouTubers that we follow that um, in their past videos some decades old have said or done things that were terrible Mm -hmm. or truly horrible truly horrible yep um and you know once those videos are found discovered in you know today's crazy trigger happy like cancel culture um those get spread around and this person is ostracized yeah um for something that they did in their teens or, you know, like everybody is stupid then. And, um, you know, now these people are, are, have lost their YouTube platforms. They've lost their jobs. They've lost like everything because somebody dug up this old, 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 old video. Um, I do not agree with that. Yeah. I, I think that, um, the, who this person is today is a vastly different person as we all are. Um, you know, I am a vastly different person than I was 10 or 20 years ago. Thank goodness. Um, and I think that, you know, to be judged on actions from, you know, a time in your life when everybody does stupid things is, is not right. I don't agree with that. So I feel very, I feel very, very similar to you on this, Mm -hmm. um, for a couple of reasons. And Sherry touched on one thing. Um, if my teens and early twenties had been recorded on the internet, none of you would be listening to me right now. Like, none of you would subscribe to Leg Life. I don't know no, if I would have married you. No, no, no of, course, <laughs> of course you shouldn't have. I should, I should be in prison. Like, I shouldn't have the option to be married. Um, like, the person that I was was just, just really not a great person. Um, but I've changed. Right, you are and, not that person. That's right. And so that, and that's the thing that I think past actions, when they are dug up, uh, I think need to be held up next to the kind of person that that person has become. Right. Right. And so I'm not saying that what they did in the past wasn't horrible, horrendous, awful, and terrible. And there even should be consequences to those. Mm -hmm. However, what I'm saying is that when you look at an action or a series of actions from a decade ago, and then you look at the life of a person and say, actually, like, they're not doing that anymore. And not only are they not doing that, there seems to be real, like, genuine change. Like, this seems like a different person. Mm -hmm. Then to me... If that person looks and says, you know what, like I did that and I'm really sorry and I was wrong and not like one of those fake like, oh, if you were hurt by this, I'm sorry. Because that's not a real apology. Right. Right. Like if you were hurt by this, I'm sorry, isn't a real apology. Right. 
Um, but like genuinely owns it and was like, I was, I was stupid. I was dumb. I didn't understand things that I should have. I never should have done it. I wouldn't do it now. And like from the bottom of my heart, I'm really sorry. Right. If they do that and also it shows that they have changed, um, I think we need to be like a grace filled people. Right. Um, right. And now again, maybe there is consequences. Maybe it's the kind of thing that it's like, you know, that did happen a decade ago, but I need to step away and I just need to do some, uh, some soul searching. I need to make sure that like whatever was going on in my life, whatever was inside me that that came from a decade ago, isn't still there. Right. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to like step back from the public eye. I'm going to step back from my platform and I'm going to like, I need to make sure that's not there. I don't think it is. Uh, I think I've changed. I think I'm a different person, but I need to make sure. Yeah. So to me, when we're dealing with past actions from, from a long time ago, I think they need to be held up um, against the actions that people have done since then and the kind of person they've become and their willingness to just genuinely own it. Right. Yeah. Right. That, that's a big deal. And so, and I think that the whole like genuinely owning it thing is a good transition to actions that happen now. Right. Sherry Beth, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like, that was the deepest sigh. Well, you know, it, it, this is, it's very kind of current because, we're, you know, again, we're not going to name names, but I'm sure a lot of you know a current person who has just really stepped in it. And I... Well, here's the, here's the hard part is that... Like, there's several of them that are going on right now. Correct. And so it's like, right. it could be a number of them. Yeah. Um, I I do think that, you know, again, they need to take a step back and figure out what it is inside of them that just makes them want to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? Maybe this person is just horrible and they maybe don't deserve a second chance. Uh, but I also think that everybody does stupid things. And, you know, maybe maybe they just lost it for a minute and it was recorded and dang it, you know, like, I don't know. And I think that's where like genuine apology, genuine remorse and genuine like self-reflection comes into play. And then grace needs to be extended because we all do stupid things. And thank goodness that we have not been recorded in a lot of our stupid things. I think grace needs to be extended, but I also think, especially with dealing with current stuff, so this is where, when, when something happened a decade ago, we have, and we're going to use like this biblical term, like you, you'll know a tree by its fruit, mm-hmm. right? You can like tell what is at the root of something. You can tell what is at the core of something by the kind of fruit it produces, right? right. Um, when something happened a decade ago, there is some fruit that we can compare. We can say, okay, what is the fruit this person has produced over the last decade? Right. Because if, if 10 years ago you did something that was really stupid and really dumb, and for the last 10 years you've been doing the same thing, like your tree's rotten. <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? Like right. something at the core. And you maybe need to be canceled. Yeah. Something at the root <laughs> is, is rotten. Uh-huh. Um, the problem with things that happen now is that we don't have time to see that. Right. Right. And so for me, uh, I think what needs to happen now is I think there needs to be like, in most cases, not in all cases, but I think in most cases, a removal from the public eye. Mm-hmm. Like if I was the uh, the PR person for a lot of these celebrities, uh, you don't get to speak. You don't get to talk. Like you are... You're putting time out. Like you're... But, oh, but here's the thing. Not only just putting time out, because I see this happen a lot with celebrities. Like they step back from the public eye for six months and then they come back and it's like, what did you do? Right. They're the exact same person. To me... The focus is on, and, and this goes back, I'm, I don't want to get too, like, religious in this, but, like, there is something inside of you that is broken and wrong. Right. Like, something inside of you sucks. 
find out what that is and change that. Right. You know, if you are, if, if that word came out of your mouth or if those words came out of your mouth or if that action was something you did, like then there is something inside of you that that came from. Right. Take the time and step back. Take the time and don't do any more projects. Don't go on any more tours. Don't write any more books. Don't film any more movies. Mm-hmm. Like, take the time and step back and figure out and say, like, what is broken in me that that came out of me? Right. And genuinely do the hard work to change. Now, if somebody does that, if their apology is genuine, if they're willing to do the hard work to figure what that is out, um, then I have no problem with, like, the redemption of people. Right. right. Like to me, thank God people who knew me back then, 15, 20, well, 20 plus years ago, uh, like were willing to walk with me through my redemption and not leave me because of my rejection. Right. You know, and so so to me, I think that I think it's really important that there is a removal from from the public eye for a season. Yeah. Like it's like, you know what, dude, you need to step back. Yeah. Right, like, like I'm sorry, and you might not dis, you might not not agree with that, but like you just did something that was really wrong and really hurtful, um, and so it's time to like take a breath, like you're in time out a little bit, but even more than that, like do the work to find out where that came from. Yes, but I I'm not a believer in the complete all time cancellation of people, unless the fruit continues to show that that's what they deserve. Yeah, but you know, I just, but then I also feel like there are very public figures who have had nothing but rotten fruit for the last decade and people have not canceled them because for whatever reason, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand that either. Like these people have <clears throat> really kind of proven that they are not good people. Well, isn't it interesting that sometimes we can't like, I'm with you. There are people that I'm just like. Gosh, I got a list of people that I wish we'd cancel. Right. You know? Um, How are these people still in the public eye? How is this what they're doing okay? Because it's not. Well, and that's the crazy thing. And I'll just use YouTube as an example. That's one of the crazy things for me is that when I look at some of the people that have been canceled over YouTube, some of the bigger names, it genuinely surprises me who's been canceled. But what more surprises me is who hasn't. Right. I'm like, wait a second. Like, you're still like a huge like growing Like this person is still okay? Channel. Yeah. Right. It's like really, so, so we're going to cancel over this from a decade ago. But like, this dude's fine. Who's currently doing these things. And so it's just kind of, <laughs> it's just kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Um, but to me... To me, cancel culture, here's the filter I look at cancel culture through. And not just cancel culture, like people and actions. Um, I use two words, reject or redeem. Do I believe this is the person whose actions, whose fruit, whose life, whose, whose, ever, whose talk uh, has so proven a point that they are, at least until a dramatic transformation, mm-hmm. that they're the kind of thing that we should reject, that we should cancel? And there are people like that. Yeah. Absolutely there are. Mm-hmm. Or do I believe this is a person that based on their uh, based on their humility in apology, based on their owning of what they did or said, based on, um, you know, the, their actions, their willingness to even learn the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's people who we cancel who actually could 100% easily be redeemed. Yep. Another problem with this is that we live in a toxic culture today yep. that loves to see the downfall of people. Yes. And um, YouTube actually has changed some of their policies because of the show that was occurring a few years ago. About what? 
with a with a cancel kind of thing. Oh yeah, as far as that's true. So there was, and a lot of you guys will know exactly what we're talking about. Um, there was kind of this tiff between a couple <laughs> beauty YouTubers. Yep. And one audience went after the other audience, and and one of these YouTubers started losing subscribers at such a fast rate mm-hmm. that it sort of became this online game to like let's see how fast we can all leave. And YouTube used to display subscribers in real time, so you could like you could unsubscribe and watch it go down one, and almost get that like satisfaction, like haha, right? Mm-hmm. So YouTube changed showing actual subscriber numbers for channels over I think a thousand. Um, because they wanted to take away that sort of instant gratification of a negative action against somebody. Right. Because mm-hmm. it just became a show. Like, it just became really, like, how fast, how many millions can we make this person lose in a day? Let's go. Yeah. And it just became this rallying cry to to ostracize this person who probably didn't need it. Like, Or, or my thing is, like, even if they did need it, um, did it need to be done like that? Nope. Well, exactly. That's my thing. Like to me, the the to me, that's where it gets to like the toxic culture that we live in. Mm-hmm. That we we talk about how much we love an underdog story, but I think if we're really honest and we looked at culture, I think that like a lot of what is broken and wrong in culture loves a loves to see somebody fall from like like fall from their their they, throne. They like they like they. I feel like the today's culture wants to make the underdog. Like they want to kick them. <laughs> oh, like, interesting. You know, I mean, they want to create that. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's the lower level person. Like they want to, I don't know. I think it's people. I think that we love to see, and I use we as a collective culture, love to drag people who are in elevated statuses down. Yep. You know, it's like they're they're up there. Oh yeah, well guess what? Right mm-hmm. now we're gonna drag you down and cancel you, and you've lost everything. Um, here's what I want you to hear though. I am not saying that I don't think cancel culture should exist. I think it should in in certain situations, but I I don't know I don't I don't know that the whole cancel culture thing should exist. Yeah, I think that consequences need to be administered yep. for actions. Yep. But I don't I I just feel like today's culture is just so trigger happy and so so willing to just completely disagree and turn their backs on on people that they don't agree with. And I just, I I don't think that's healthy for anybody. Well, I think, I think it's like a pendulum. So imagine there's two sides to this, right? Because cancel culture, there there's two extremes on either side. On one extreme, there is no consequences for any action. Anybody can do anything or say anything and completely get away with it. Right. That's one side. That's not healthy either. The other side is that everything you do or say that possibly could offend anybody for any reason and you lose everything. Right. Also not healthy. Also not healthy. And so to me, what we're looking for is is the balance in the middle, mm-hmm. right? It's it's the place where you are held to uh, that your actions have consequences. You're held to a higher standard. That's one of the things that I think is is difficult. Is when you are in the public eye, you are held to a higher standard. Right. Right. You just are. Like the reality is, is that there are things, and we are, um, like like we are. Our channel is still very small. We are not in the public eye at all. Right. But there are things, because, like, we're on YouTube and, like, a lot of people know us, there are things that, like, we couldn't do or that we'd have to think twice about doing. Mm -hmm. Right? And so when you're in the public eye, like, you have to think about that. Like, you don't have, like, the freedom because you chose to, like, be in this. Right. If you don't want the consequences of being in the public eye, don't be in the public eye. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, if if you are in any kind of elevated status at all yep. you you choose to be there 
Yep. And, and one, of the, mean, one of the things that comes with that is the fact that, like, all eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. People are watching. The things that you say and do will be criticized at a higher degree. Yep. And so you need to, uh, you need to like, be aware of that. Right. You know? Um, so so that that's the thing to me is that I think actions need to have consequences when they're required. That's important for every person to know. Yeah. But it's also to remember, it's also important to remember that um, people, even horrible, horrendous, terrible people, can be redeemed. Yeah. Now, again, you can fall off either side of that. Yep. You know, you can fall off the side of it where it's like, well, I don't want to cancel anybody or hold anybody accountable because who am I to tell them that they're wrong? Or you could just hold fall off the other side where it's like, you know what? Screw anybody who offends me. Right. You know? Which is sort of where I feel like we're kind of at with most people. I think that there are, you know, again, we have, a, a I can bring a few people to mind that probably need to be held accountable for their actions a lot more than they are. But I do feel like the today's culture is just very, like, if your beliefs do not align exactly with mine, you are garbage. And well, I just don't agree with that. I think that we've we've largely lost this value of of person this value of people right um and to me like i've i've had friends that have done things and said things that like i've had to pull them upside and be like hey what you just did like was incredibly offensive was incredibly hurtful mm-hmm. was completely and totally wrong but you and, pull like, them aside to do it well, you don't blast them on social media or you 100 percent. you know i mean you don't call them out like there, that, there are like... things that friends do that like you do things differently when it's a friend mm-hmm. than you do with a public figure and that's one of the hard things i think is that you know we watch these public figures do things and like i have no ability to go to them but i can go to my twitter right and i can go to my facebook right. and so like that's where i go yeah so i yeah i think that I don't know. I think Sherry and I are very similar on this whole cancel culture thing um, that we think that that we think that it's important for actions to have consequences. Yes. We think it's important for people who do and say things that are stupid and offensive and horrendous and horrible. um, It's important that those people know that that's not accepted and okay, And that uh, by doing that, like there's consequences. You lose something. Yep. Um, But also that you as a person can change. Yeah, and I think that's just where today's culture has just sort of fallen. We've forgotten that. We have forgotten that people do actually matter and that people are people and they're going to make mistakes because we're people and we're not perfect. And, you know, everybody messes up and I'm just really glad that I haven't had a camera in my face on the times that I have. Oh my gosh. Um. You know, and so I just, I feel like there just needs to be grace extended to people because it is harder living in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just because you don't have any grace to make any mistakes. Yep. Everything you do is is under a microscope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's to me the, that's the balance of that. And that's why it's so hard. Um, it's so hard because I think that some of you will hear Sherry say that. And what you will think in your mind is what Sherry is saying is to just like be soft on people who are racists or who say stupid things. Or Absolutely not. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, I think that there's people who, who you deserve to lose your platform for months or years and maybe forever. If you don't show that you're no longer a bigot. Right. Right. Like, right. like that's just the truth. Right. Like, if that is truly, truly what you believe, you do not deserve your platform 100%. because you are garbage. Yep. <laughs> yeah, completely. 
But uh, you do the work and like you start to dig into where that came from mm-hmm. and you start, you do the work to figure out like what inside of you caused that. And you as a person say, I'm not okay with that being true about me. I'm going to put in the work to change. Mm-hmm. Dope. Great. Like, welcome back. Yeah. Right? Like, celebrate. We'll throw a welcome party. A hundred percent. Like, the prodigal has returned. You're no longer a jerk. Like, welcome back. <laughs> right. right? So, yep. those are our thoughts on cancel culture. Um, not as long as some podcast episodes, I know. But I do think that this is one of those things that we sort of just had a couple points we wanted to hit and not beat a dead horse. Yes. And I just, you know, I just kind of want to reiterate, like, we we truly believe that people need to have consequences for their action, but I do not believe that we just need to give up on people. And I feel like that's just sort of what cancel culture is. Like, you screwed up, you're done. Like, you get no second chance, you're done. And yeah. I just don't agree with that. Yeah. Thank God that that wasn't the story for me. <laughs> or me. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. Or anybody. I, my goodness. I think... Um, yeah, I, I'm really glad leg life didn't start when I was, like, in my teen years <laughs> because I would not be allowed to have any platform or influence or do anything without, right? right. Like, I just, yeah, absolutely would not. So, there we go. Yep. Cancel culture. Check. Check. Um, one of the nice things about doing a podcast is there's not really a place for you guys to... When we talk about sensitive topics, <laughs> like there's no YouTube comments where we can get screamed at. I know. It's kind of nice. It is. But I am also curious to, to know where people fall on it. I mean, are do they think that we're wrong and like mm-hmm. everybody should get one chance and they're done? Yeah. Or do you think that everybody should get chance after chance after chance? Like, I'm kind of just curious to know where people fall on it because... Yeah, so send us a message over on Instagram or on our Facebook page. Probably the two best places to get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, let us know your thoughts on cancel culture. Just be respectful. Be respectful. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's one Don't of the, cancel us. That's one of the, Oh, geez. Uh, enough people have been trying to do that. Yeah, lately. well, that's true. And that's one, of, that's one of the craziest things is like, I'm just going to touch on that, is that like we've gotten so many, like we had, we had one person messages and kind of say that sort of thing that over some of the things that we've done that like we shouldn't be on YouTube. Um, and I'm just like, Really? Like, <laughs> so hold on. You mean to tell me, think back of all the things that we've done. Right. And you mean to tell me that because of this one thing. That you, you think, disagree with. That you disagree with. That you think, like, we should just shut down the channel, delete it, and we don't deserve to have, like, a voice here? That's crazy. Right. Genuinely insane. Right. Like, I think, I mean, I, I just feel like that's where that person needs to do some self-reflection. 100%. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me that makes me think that it's okay to do this? There are too many Karens in the world. <laughs> I apologize sure. to people whose name is Karen, <laughs> but also change your name. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. I mean, how, how horrible is it to be named Karen right now? Right now, it's not great. It's like, not I grew up, great. you grew up your whole life, and it's like, oh, I love my name, Karen. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. What is going on? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay, Sherry, mm-hmm. we end all of our podcasts by asking and answering two questions. Yeah. Those questions, you did not sound excited for these at all, ever. <laughs> I feel like I feel like these questions are going to go away soon because I think that it's like, this is torture for you. Well, it is just hard, but you know, we were also talking about this beforehand, like I am still dealing with my health stuff. And so like the longer that I've just been stuck inside, it's harder to find joy and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um when every day looks exactly the same. That's true. <laughs> you know? Yep, that's true. So it's harder for me. But I think it's also, it's good for me to... To intentionally look for that stuff. Lift my eyes and... Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah, you naturally... And we talked about this in one of the previous episodes. You naturally wouldn't look for positive stuff. Like, you would let yourself just, like, sink and sink and sink. 
Yeah. And so, like, I think there is a healthy thing about mm-hmm. being intentional to say, okay, you know what? Life has sucked. I'm in pain. I hate everything. But. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yep. And so, so the so two questions. To kind of look for something good. Completely. Mm-hmm. So the two questions we ask at the end are, who is someone who has been inspiring you lately? Mm-hmm. Or what is something that has been bringing you joy? Sherry, ladies first. Oh, boy. Um, I am going to give a little shout out to my friend, Desiree. What, what? Uh, she has been just such an encouragement. A lot of you guys have been such an encouragement to me. Um, but with Des, she, uh, she's, she's been checking in on me. She's a nurse. And so she understands like the medical stuff. Um, she also has autoimmune stuff. So she understands the frustration of it. Um, she's also just, you know, one of my best friends. And so she has like the compassion thing for me. Uh, and and last night she she showed up and she brought me a Galentine's gift, <laughs> just a bag full of goodies, and she helped us take down our Christmas stuff. Yeah. Because it's the middle of February and our Christmas stuff is still up because I have not been able to do it, and you know it's it, Adam can't do it by himself like it's a two person job, and so it's just you know she she really just showed up and said all right I'm here to help put me to work, and that was it was so nice and that it brought me joy like it was. It's, you know, I mean, it's always sad bringing down your Christmas stuff, but it's also just like, we have our house back and it's clean and it's, you know, I just, it's, it was really nice today to just like look around our house and just kind of have this like breath. Mm-hmm. I, one of the things I appreciate about Desi uh, in this was her, like, what can I do to help question? Right. You know, and like, cause sometimes it, it's like, I mean, asking you to come over, it's like, hey, we want you to come over and. Like, you're going to be here for several hours, and you're going to get dusty, and you're going to crawl around in our crawl space. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? It's like, what we're asking you to do isn't a fun thing. Right. right? Like, this isn't, like, uh, an enjoyable kind of thing. And she was just so happy and willing, just, like, jumped in. And that was that was such a huge help to us. Yes. Yeah, big deal. It really was. Well, Sherry, mine is going to be freaking Jessica Violet. Freaking Jessica Violet. You guys, a lot of you <laughs> will know her. Jessica's a great friend of ours. Um... We have known each other for a few years. Like we've kind of followed each other's channels and each other's journeys, but we met her for the first time. Um, gosh, December of nineteen. December of nineteen, up in mm-hmm. North Pole, and really, it's been over the last six months or so that we've gotten more connected to her. Yeah. Um, she's one of those people that the more we get to know, the more we're just like, like she's our people. She's our people. Like she's just like <laughs> we like she same values like even like same humor same I don't know she's just like she she's our people. Yep. And if you guys have been following her journey, uh, her son Landon's been dealing with some health issues, mm-hmm. and during that time we just tried to reach out and just show kindness. Um, you know, some of their stuff was here in Anchorage and they don't live here, and so we just wanted. We wanted her to know that even going through that stuff, like they weren't alone. They were loved. There were people there that were willing to help them. Because um, our thought at the time was that we've never gone through anything like that. Right. But if we were, we wouldn't want to do it alone. Yeah. Like that. that's simply what it was. It was like, you know what? Like we wouldn't want to go through that alone. And so let's let her know that she's not. And And honestly, there was nothing that we did for her that to us, we didn't feel like was just, just like basic humanity right like we just bought our stuff from target and we brought our coffee and like you know just like it wasn't anything like out of the way crazy it didn't feel like we ever moved heaven and earth it didn't feel like we you know it was just uh it really was just like showing up with kindness in the middle of somebody's like pain or place of need right 
and uh, but we know that had an impact on her. And through that, we've gotten to get closer to her, mm -hmm. which has been great. But then um, through our health stuff we've been dealing with, right. she's returned that to us completely and has just been not just checking in on us, seeing how we're doing, but just, I don't know, just like been a voice of hope and encouragement and prayer. And then today she posted a video over on her channel. Without uh, telling us. Without telling us. Had no, <laughs> had no clue this was going to happen. Um, you know, that she'd love to see her audience help kind of with some of the medical bill expenses that we have. And I haven't talked about that on our channel or here on our podcast. I have in some smaller like Instagram live groups, but you know, there's, there's a growing amount over and above our insurance that we're responsible for. Yeah. And it's easy to freak out about that stuff. Yeah. And so in today's video, she like posted our Venmo info and we just like <laughs> encouraged her audience to go, go help us. And it was just such an act of like kindness that was to me felt so over over and above and beyond because I remember watching the video and and the first thought in my head was like, Jessica, what are you doing? Yeah. Like like what? Like what are you doing? Like what what is why? Why would you do this for us? Mm -hmm. Um but that's just the kind of person she is. And keeping in mind, it's not like their family's out of the woods on this. Right. They have their own medical bills. Yeah, it's not like crazy they, that's still happening. That's right. It's not like they don't have need as well. Mm -hmm. Yet even in her place of need, she looked at ours and said, how can I help? Yeah. And it's just like, that's just, it's such a kind act. And, and I'm just so thankful for her. And that was just so inspiring to me today. Um, and just really like a, such a life giving thing to, since that video has gone up, like refresh my email and be like, there's more Venmo. <laughs> like what is, what is happening? How is this, yeah. how is this real? How is this happening? So, so for me, Jessica Viola is, is the inspiration, uh, the joy in life this week. Yeah. As she just kind of stepped in and, and really is helping us meet what feels like a big need. So yeah. Jessica and Desi, we love you guys so much. In fact, Sherry, as you were talking, um, about Desi and I was thinking about how I was going to say Jessica, it reminded me again that we, we just have, we have the most amazing people. We really do. And I mean, just our entire community has been so supportive and encouraging and wonderful. And I it, I laughed a little bit. Like I was literally talking about Desi and she texted me and said, how are you feeling? And I was like, well, see, <laughs> this is just, you know, that's just, and I've had so many text messages. Like I'm just thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Um, and not even like, give me every detail. Like I need to know everything. Like I don't really, you know, there's some people that just don't really know everything that's happening, but they're like, uh, you've been on my mind. I'm praying for you. And I just, it's so, um, encouraging just to know that there's people that, that love us. I feel like we're, I feel like it sounds like a broken record <laughs> because every vlog or podcast or Instagram, we're always talking about like our people, our community are, yeah. but it really has been, it has been daily. Yeah. It hasn't been like, oh, last week we really loved Bill. Or last month we really loved Bill. It's like, it's like in the last hour we have been. Yeah. Right? Like both of our phones right now are blowing up with like, <laughs> with like friend group chats and Desi texting and just like, mm -hmm. like we are so fortunate to go through life, not just hard things like we've been going through, but like life yeah. with people that love us and that we love. It's the greatest thing. It's the best. So friends, we love you guys. Thanks yep. for being a part of our community. Thanks for listening uh, to our conversation on cancel culture. We hope that it was one that um, was helpful to you. We hope there were some things that you heard that maybe were a little challenging in a good way. Yeah. Um, we do hope that you know our heart on this kind of stuff and that you uh, didn't mishear anything. Yeah. And, and again, uh, reach out to us on Instagram. Reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know your thoughts. 
But friends, we love you, and we'll see you next week on the next Leg Life Podcast.